have I got a short story for you. Drug addiction, domestic abuse, homelessness, teen pregnancy, heart attack, strokes, paralysis. It's heavy. It was overwhelming. But don't worry. This story will have a happy ending. But first, a word from our sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. AndrePsyche.com is the feel-good retail therapy website that you haven't been to yet. Everything on his site, from the art to the music and including the clothing, books, podcasts, prints, is inspired from and created by Andre himself. He's fucking insanely creative. Like, if the authorities found out, they'd be coming for his bitch ass with um, straight jackets, the paddy wagon, um, wrap him up. I shouldn't call him a bitch ass. Actually, I think he could actually kick my ass. I've seen his biceps. They're huge. Sorry, that was a tangent. Please give a site a quick peruse, and I guarantee that you will do more than just browse. AndrePsyche.com is the one-stop shop for a unique purchase that will always have a story behind it. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. Please, friend and follow the pod. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all one word. Getting to Know You pod. That's getting the number two. No, the letter U pod. Also, Subscribe and rate the pod on the platform that you just pushed play on. All of this support helps us to put in the hours, painstaking hours, like carpal tunnel type shit that it gets to know to come, that it takes to get to know a complete stranger. You think if I typed it, I could fucking read it, right? Also, if you haven't noticed, we are over 40 guests deep at this point. Take a moment and scroll through previous posts. Get to know someone on your next long drive, walk, workout, or chore day. Folding laundry and listening to someone's story. What a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. I guarantee you are going to finish feeling connected and with a better perspective on life. Finally, not to brag, but to brag... We are fucking global. Japan, Canada, UK, India, Australia, the US of A, France, India. All of these countries have contributed to our over 1,000 downloads. That's a G, bitch. If your business or brand is looking to partner with the pod, we would love your sponsorship and partnership. Just message us. And now... Getting to know just a little part of you. Hello. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you. Putting it my way, but nicely. I'm smart enough. You are precisely and doggone it. my cup of tea. No, I'm sorry. I lied to you. I just lied to you. I was not 20 because I had my son when I was 19. 
So it's not 20. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm like, this is a long time ago, Sean. Yeah, You're no, making me dude, think too dude, long. No, 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 um, no. So, yeah, it was 19 no when we were together. God, no, because, um, and, and honestly, no, and um, I, I, again, I don't mean to cut you off. And part of what sucks about doing these without video because of my limited bandwidth is um, you can't read body language. So I don't mean to um, be rude or any time of cutting you off. But the reason I was asking about 19 is because in my head, I'm putting this together of your home, like at, at the age of 17, just graduating high school, your home is in jeopardy. Your high school sweetheart is screwing around and then you're now 19. Like that's a lot of life for a 19 year old. And now you're living with someone and the pregnancy comes like, that's a lot to deal with at a very young age is why I, I wanted to get like contextualize it. No. Yeah. And not to mention that during the fact of while I was getting kicked out of my home, my dad just suffered a heart attack and stroke that left him paralyzed on the left hand side. So there was oh, a lot. That of, wasn't previous. A lot, oh my a, God. A lot, a, a lot. I mean, there's probably so much more that I'm missing. And eventually I'm thinking about writing a book, but you know, <laughs> um, I just don't know yet. So I meet, I meet my son's dad. We were living together and I did have some suspicions that he was using drugs um, and confirmed later that he was doing um, opioids, pills, and heroin. Oh, and what I, gave I, you the I, I will tell you the day that I knew for sure, um, which is the day that my life changed forever. I was holding my son. My son was under four months old at this time because he couldn't even crawl. I don't know the exact age or date that this happened because... I physically cannot remember it. And my girlfriend at the time was sitting next to me on my living room couch. I just want you to picture, picture this. You're 19. Yeah. Your friend's sitting next to you. You have your infant child in your hand. He runs down the stairs, picks me up, throws me on the ground and proceeds to pour beer in my eyes because he thought that I threw away his crushed up pill in the bathroom. And he actually said this to me in a different way, but he said this to me and I told him, no, he didn't believe me. So then after he poured beer in my eyes, he picked me up from the ground and slammed me into the wall so hard that the plaster actually broke this whole time. Yeah. I didn't even know where my son went I because I don't physically remember handing son? my son to my friend. Holy shit. What is she and doing? Is she just like screaming? Is she trying to like, she's just taking care of the baby shielding him? I honestly, I, I don't even remember because I did talk with her afterwards and she was pretty much getting the baby out of the area and trying to figure out what and how to proceed. Right. Like she, there was just, I, I don't even know. We talked about it and she's like, I couldn't even explain my thought process because I was just getting the baby and, and, and trying not to run because I didn't want you to die. She's like, but I didn't know if I should call 911 because I didn't know what else was going to happen. And I thought if I called 911 that I didn't know if he was going to hurt me or the baby. And I was like, you know, we ended up talking about it afterwards. And then when that incident occurred, um, I chose to leave and I walk out to the car. My friend's helping me grab my bags. He left the house that day um, to wherever I don't, I still don't know. Looking for drugs, and, most likely. Looking for the pill. And I, I have no idea. 
Um, so at this point, I'm like, okay, he's gone. I got to get out of here. I go outside and either he did this or someone else he was either in trouble with or no knows heard about this fight. And he, my, the four, four of my tires were slashed. All four of my tires were slashed. Oh man. And they also had cut the top to my convertible. So at the time I had a soft top convertible. It was, it was my, it was my fun car. (laughs) When you're, when you're 19, you want a cool car. So Mm -hmm. that was my car. Um, and so I had a lot of friends and family that basically brought me tires on new rims because I didn't have enough time to take the tire off, put it on the rim and then still leave. They literally bought me new tires pre-mounted on rims and they took my old tires to take back to the the place that offered to help me so I could get away and seal my top so that I could actually drive without harming my child so that I could leave. And then that's when I was actually in my longer period of homelessness because I was given an opportunity to stay at my mom. So I want to make that very clear. My mom did invite me to stay at her house, but at the time and still to this day, she, she lives two streets away from two to four streets away from where my abuser was living. And so you just didn't feel comfortable being that close. I, I did not feel comfortable being that close. A, I didn't want anything to happen to her or my stepdad or their animals or their cars. You felt Um, like at this point, my mind was, my mind was going everywhere. I was afraid if I was going to walk outside that he would run in the house and kill the baby. I mean, my mom was going everywhere. And I also like to say that nothing else happened after this occasion. Was it the first instance of abuse? I'm sorry. Was that the first instance of uh, instance of abuse? The beer in the eye. Physical, yes. Um, verbal and mentally and emotionally, no. But I did not recognize it at, the, at before. Gotcha. And then after I left, I started to think back, and I was like, "Oh, it was definitely there." Yeah, right. You start and, adding shit up, and you're like, "Jesus, this motherfucker." Yep. And and so I left, and I didn't have an actual home for my own for just about six to nine months around that age. Stop, dude. Your baby's four months old and you don't have a home. Yeah. Like an actual home because I was, I had to apply for low income housing. And of course there's a waiting period. Right. Always. And I think it was about maybe six months because he was almost a year old before I actually got an apartment. I remember celebrating his birthday in our, in our apartment. So my first ever, like, Oh, on my own apartment. So between that, I was staying with really good friends who I'm again, still friends with today, different family members that my, uh, again, abuser really didn't know too much about or know where they live. And I was kind of bouncing around between, between places while setting up this low income housing. So like I said, it was a couple months oh God, here and there. Man. And then, of course, after I got the low-income housing set up, you know, you have to go through so many other different things. So I was doing all that. And then... No, it's a whole process. I mean, like, I'm yeah, not, I'm not judging you. It really... Like, the, the paperwork to get into those types of homes, I had considered it when I was actually around the same age. And um, 
it overwhelmed me. And I'm like, dude, I'm not waiting fucking six months to go through this and, and verify mind you, all I didn't this. have a job or a yeah. way to prove that I didn't have a job because all of this just happened to me. I'm um, just, so, so that was also a challenge because they, you know, you have to provide proof of income. So I had to go through other, again, um, agencies, so to speak, or other resources to show the domestic violence and have my friend write a statement about what happened. And we did end up filing a police report and I had to have all that stuff to kind of prove that, you know, I wasn't lying about not having a job. So we did that. And then, like I said, through those programs and, you know, the next positive we're going uphill now well so i went me, downhill I, now we're coming I, uphill can i keep you downhill just for a moment because i feel like it's kind of important and i feel like oh, a absolutely. lot of a lot of time it it kind of gets overlooked i noticed you said you wound up filing a police report so you initially did not file a, a police report like that day that night that next day um did, did no it, because again um in my mind, that night, I, I needed to leave. And this is really hard for me to say because I don't want it to sound like this person is awful because they're not. This was a bad experience. But there were rumors presented to me that he was involved with the police officers about where we lived. I'm just going to say that. So you didn't feel comfortable filing that report because you weren't sure what would happen. Yes. Or should I not true. put in your? I should not put words into your mouth. I apologize for that. That's a that's no a big no move. no. That's okay. I'm glad that you asked. Um, but again, I don't want to state something that was not a fact, but it was just yeah, heavily well, brought to my attention that that was a possibility. And so, and people, I think, can over. I think sometimes people forget how, and I don't want to say naive, I don't want to say gullible, but I don't know the proper synonym for maybe how believable, how trusting, how how just young you are. Even though you're grown at 18 and 19, you're so not grown and you're so susceptible to rumors and thoughts and that stuff, like your, your worldview is so limited that you could hear something and it would flip you out and you can take it as absolute truth. So yes. no, I, I, I completely under, dude, if you're hearing a rumor about that, you're, and you just have a child at the age of 19, I'm sure you're just like, dude, I got to get my kid and I got to get out. I'm not trying to be around where harm could possibly be. And I've now become an expert on the subject I like most. Getting to Thanks to Sandell for being courageous enough to share those hard times of her life in order to inspire others to overcome obstacles. I mean, I, I don't know. I personally was trying to think of how competent and able I was at um, my late teens, early 20s. I don't know if I would have been able to deal with all that shit. Um, please, I do promise you it does have a happy ending. She's fucking slaying it and she's inspirational. Check out her full episode. It's going to post tomorrow. Also, thanks to Andre Psyche. That is A-N-D-R-E-Y-P-S-Y 
C-H-E.com. I always want to say it as and Ray Psy Chi.com, but I'm an idiot. For sponsoring the Getting to Know You Pod, check out his web- website for trippy merch that will be worth checking out. That's a dad joke. It means when you buy it. Please follow, friend, subscribe, rate the Getting to Know You Pod wherever you can. And if the spirit moves you, we do have a Patreon page. Um, or is it Patreon? P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Just search Getting to Know You Pod. It's all one word um, to help financially support the pod. But even better, if you have a business or a brand, we would love to partner with you. Get to know you. Help get your word out across the world. Just send us a message. Later.